You know we're on like episode eighty one now, eighty one, mate. We're we're doing really well, to be fair. Grinding them, grinding them. This is how much we're grinding. There is literally a house party going on downstairs right now, and we've taken time out of the actual party to go and do this. To come yeah. and do this. If you hear so, random noises, you'll yeah. know what they are. So, yeah, you shouldn't do because of the quality of. It. Yeah, also we got new mic stands, which we didn't say anything yeah. about in the other. I don't think episode. anyone. No one cares that much. We care. We care. Well, I like them. this. This means two things though. One, less clutter so you can see the pure beauty that is me and Lou. Yeah. Also, it's now more transportable, which means our podcast is now able to be taken on the road. Mm, so yeah. you're going to be seeing, hopefully, some new locations every so often. Oh, when we go do that weekend away, we could do one then. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I'm not going to tell them what that weekend away is, are we? No, no, we're not going to. It, it involves some internal adventuring. Should we say that? <laughs> it makes it sound like you're going to look into my arse. <laughs> Why would you always demonetize us within two minutes of uh, every well. single episode? Do you know every single arse, time? Arse every single fun. time I upload something, I have to get a human to review yeah. our stuff. Oh really? To, for them to be like, because the system goes, is that Lou's voice? Yeah, demonetized. Yeah, they just hear me. It just like, hears it. Yeah. Honestly, I swear to God, it sworn straight away. Um, and then a human will read, and we go, oh yeah, no, that's that's fine. It's just you, how my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you wouldn't like me if it didn't though. No, yeah. no. That's very true. We can't be, you're, we cannot be manipulated by that freaking algorithm, and no. we shall not be. No. You can demonetize us. We'll just do it for free. We're doing it for free anyway. Yeah. Um, what's going on? So, yes, we're in uh, a sunny, is it Saturday? Saturday today. Saturday, yeah. so you're hearing this one relatively close to time than normal. We've been smashing them out on the Mondays, and we're trying to get the shorts out on Thursday or Friday, depending on when I think it's going to be more fitting. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're rocking and rolling. Hope you've all had a, had a good previous week. Yeah. Um, we have been better this week? Yeah, it's been better. Still been manic, very busy. Yeah. Um, but had a really a nice win uh, yesterday, because I had a, a bit of a target in my head of what I wanted to get back to numbers wise before I would like what like your numbers yeah or lift, numbers? lifting, lifting wise um, yeah. when I consider myself to be rehabilitated how is um, the old hippodoodle all good yeah uh, so yesterday I, I uh, box squatted um, one eighty for twelve which was my like target that I thought eighty kilos yeah for twelve which Jesus is Jesus Christ it's a yeah it was a high box so it was good at that though. I see you do it yeah um, which you get, is like the, four plates on there. Well, that was yeah. Technically, that was a PB as well because I've done it once before, but I did it with a belt. Um, this is beltless. This is beltless. Raw. Yeah. So um, raw. yeah, I wasn't meant to be doing that till I've, I've just been kind of linear progression, adding a little bit of weight each session, or, and I wasn't meant to be doing it till end of next week, maybe the week after. But it was just session felt like I started my warm ups and everything was moving good, and I was like, you know what, I think I might have this in the tank today. And after you scare the other week. You still felt good. Yeah, so I felt fine. Because the thing is, it's like, I'm I, I'm pretty sure the discomfort that I'm getting is the scar tissue. It's not yeah. the fact that I'm, it, uh, so like, re-injuring. Yeah, it's like, it, no, it just feels aggravated and, like, a little bit, it's, it's a really weird sensation. I, I've never had a feeling like it, to be honest. Um, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint, but from doing a bit of researching, that's basically what a lot of people feel, this discomfort is 
the scar tissue that's built up, and then obviously right. then ah. yeah, the because the, the scar tissue for me and you'll have well, some as well. It. It's internal. Well, it that, feels ah, uncomfortable. That's the thing you see. Everyone thinks scar tissue. They think external, don't yeah. they? So obviously, I've got a big scar from. Uh, the bicep surgery I had but I did a video literally two weeks ago with Mitch for the worst pain series where we broke down the scar tissue mm. now he broke down the external scar tissue a little bit but mainly he went up into the bicep and, he yeah. was, and found scar tissue right in between the two heads of the bicep from yeah. where the injuries occurred well obviously the the, the heads would have separated sheared, and, yeah yeah. Um, yeah and he broke it down in there it sucked but afterwards now um this used to go purple. The sky used to go purple when I was training. Do you remember me showing yeah. that? It used to go crazy, but it doesn't do so much anymore. Mm. It really has worked. And our biceps are now, after breaking down the scar tissue, functioning more evenly rep for rep. Yeah. So like the, the right one now used to just start to almost cramp pump really early on just because it, it was obviously when it was trying to stretch out, it was yeah. being demobilized a little bit. So it was getting excess stress. Mm. And now they're more even, which is, is crazy. You don't realize how much it holds you back as yeah. well, do you? I think like maybe, I don't know, you know, you've been training for a long time, so you've got a good idea of what you should be capable of. Yeah. But it still is hard to know, isn't it? Because like, yeah. I don't know whether you felt the same, but like psychologically after an injury, you're almost like, I don't oh. know, there's a bit of doubt, isn't yeah. there, in the back of your mind? I don't know whether it's Mate, gone I, for you I, yet. Or... I threw the jab right hook, which did my arm in the other week. Yeah. Because I hadn't thrown it. Yeah. It, but that's, ah, yeah, honestly. Screaming while you're doing I, it. Yeah, honestly, I was up there, and I was like looking around, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I switched stances to Southpaw because obviously that's why it happened in the first place because yeah. I'm not Southpaw. And I just went, dish, dish. Yeah. and you know, I winced as yeah. I, I did it and I was like, oh, it's, it's still attached. Yeah. It's still good. And I didn't risk it again. I did it one more time and then mm. switched back to normal stance. But since then, I have, yes, yeah, talking about training, like I've been getting in my four days a week. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get in earlier. If I haven't been able to get in earlier, I've made a point of anybody else who's been struggling, and this has been a good one, like Mitch from the Worst Pain Series, he's been struggling to get in the gym. Ed, the owner of the gym, I've been messaging them going like, gym tonight, mm. like to get someone in with me. So yeah. I drag them with me and them, and, and I go, I, I'm accountable. You're accountable, accountable. Them, yeah. And so I, I went and trained with Mitch the other night, mm. and that was really great fun. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting my nine, I've been also, because of this mentality of like not getting stuck again, I've been getting my nine rounds of boxing in at the end of every session. Yeah. Only doing one, I mean, hit, hit style, which is a good way actually if people want to try boxing. You do a minute round, Non-stop movement doesn't have to be power or crazy technique. You can't, you can't fucking be throwing power punches for no, that long. Can no, you no, round can after round for a minute? All right, it's okay. hit training. Right. So you want to be throwing punches, and some of them should be good old power shots. Like, yeah. By the end of the minute, you want to be fucked. Like, right. Oh, damn it, demons. Oh, never mind. You want to be blotted. <laughs> yeah. You want to be knackered by the end of each minute. But the the idea is is that you learn. You should have a minute on, and then forty five seconds, and then next round. So the whole thing's like 15 minutes, but mm-hmm. Jesus. But I made Mitch do it. By the end of it, he was like, hoy, hoy, you know, like hands, like dying. Like yeah. By the end of it, he was literally lying on the floor, yeah. dead. And he was like, I need to do this more often. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. But I've been ripping these right hands in and that. And I've got confidence in it now. My technique's back. I'm not. And I think, honestly, you get hurt more when you... Hesitate worry and, and hesitate yeah. that's when you get hurt yeah. so you getting in and getting that weight done is yeah. a massive boundary breaker yeah it was for me that was it like I didn't I almost I, I knew weeks ago that I could have gone into the bar and probably done it but was your head I, in it? my head wasn't yeah. ready for it and I was like I'd, to be honest when I unracked it like my first rep is really hesitant because that's the heaviest that I've squatted in quite a while since tearing my hip flexor you feel heavy when you're still no didn't feel oh, heavy. See, and that's the difference yeah, between you and me every time I feel anything on my weight I feel that weight so, like, that's one thing that I used to have all the time. And when I really worked on my breathing and bracing, 
prior to actually getting under the bar. So I'm so tight that I have to like wedge myself under the bar. So the bar will lift out of the rack, not from me getting underneath and pressing up. I'm literally like like a, a ah, wedge. Like, so you're like compressing yourself in. Yeah, yeah. Bar. So I'm bracing so hard. I have to literally like force my hips through to, to get into position and just my hips kind of going in. Lifts, lifts the bar them. out. So I'm super braced. Because the uh, thing is, I always used to notice when I'd get in, be a bit loose, then just be like, right, okay, unrack the bar, now take it seriously. But it's already on my back. It's already sunk into me and it's yeah. already intimidated me if I'm like, fucking hell, this feels really heavy as I'm walking it out. So I need to like, before I even get under the bar, I need to be like braced and ready. Yeah. So if you unrack it and you're like, this doesn't feel but this, too bad. This is part and parcel of you bracing, even if you only had one plate aside on, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So you're doing that same brace regardless of weight that you're picking up. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what people don't do. Yeah, exactly. You have to, because yeah. it's you're practicing a movement. People think about exercises as just, you know, you're training your muscles, but you're actually practicing uh, a movement pattern. And it's yeah. the same as boxing. Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't, yeah. ev- you, you in theory, never want to, practice bad technique whether you're shadow boxing hitting a bag whether you're sparring whatever the situation is you always want to be you know you're going to expect some deterioration with fatigue yeah but you want to always be aiming for like executing that movement well yeah um so yeah whether it's the empty bar whether it's a plate aside, whatever the fuck it is that you're doing and where you're going why you're still going to do the rep anyway so you might as well treat it the same and get more practice in but yeah. it leads to something actually that I'd learned this week and heard this week. And I was like, that it really sunk in with me. And that is, if you think of anything like fighting, training, work, even mm. if you're not drilling techniques, if you're not drilling like over and over these repetitive things, which people don't like to do because it's boring. Mm-hmm. How do you ever ex- ever expect to get better at something if you what you need to do doesn't be doesn't come to you automatically. Yeah. The only way you can progress is when the things that you need to know, you know so well that you don't need to think about them to do them. Yeah. And that comes into organization of your day. Like the thing of, I, I realized something that I've started. This is catch yourself doing this. Mm. I wake up early, early now. I'm doing it again. Get alarm goes off. I wake up, but I don't get up. Mm. I stay in the bed. And then what that does is allow me to sit in this like pool of too much comfort in the morning of, I'm sat up in the bed, but what am I doing? Like I'm wasting 30 minutes. I need to, alarm goes off. The moment that alarm goes off, I need to swing my legs out of the bed Mm -hmm. and sit on the edge of the bed and be up. Just put your phone, set your uh, phone alarm and then just slide it across the room. Just yeah, but the problem so with that is, like, is I use it. it. I use it as a sleep thing as well. So I have a voice story going on at night. Yeah. So I have to monitor that volume because then it- get a get a Bluetooth eye mask. That's what I've got. It's an eye uh, mask. You yeah, literally connect yeah. it via Bluetooth. It's yeah, brilliant. You said this. Said this. You can get them on Amazon for like a tenner. They're really good, really good. And most of them, when this because you can set timers and stuff, can't you on your, your yeah. books or stories? So it'll identify there's no more audio coming to it. So it'll power down after like 10 minutes. So you don't oh, want to do this thing running for like eight to 10 hours. You can do as well. Like my, you can. Yeah. You charge up. It depends on the situation. If I'm, if I'm sleeping somewhere not normal, then I will let uh, it run longer because yeah. I know there's more likely that I'll be disturbed in the night or I won't sleep as normally or thoroughly. So, well, the one I use on slumber, like they tell a story, but when the story stops, the binaural tones and all the other like subtle choices that you've put in mm. keep running for the extended time yeah, you, you want. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. Um, but you're right. If you can shift, put your alarm away and get up. But this thing of me sitting in the bed, I caught myself doing it this morning. Where, and it's it's like, I figured out what I do. It's little things. So here's another little thing. Um, I caught myself when I'm doing work. So obviously when I'm editing and doing stuff, I have like export times of things, don't I? You've seen me do it. I have to export. And then there's not much else I can do 
in the program whilst it's exporting. Yeah, you so, just got to leave it, haven't you? Yeah, so I have to leave it. But what that does to me is it says, oh, you've got to wait for that now. Go on eBay. Yeah. Or, oh, just go do something. You know, rather than me going, right, that's done. What else is on the list? Start getting on with that mm-hmm. in an external, another program, which I can do. My brain doesn't do that. The automatic thing is, oh, you chill for a bit yeah, because you you're that. waiting for the export. Yeah, then you could go straight on to editing the thumbnail. Oh, straight in. Yeah, and I caught myself doing it today. Yeah. I caught myself doing it today. So I've got these two things that I need to build on. So it's one is alarm goes off, up out of bed within like... A minute of that alarm going off mm-hmm. like what uh, that's it don't no sitting around in there no definitely no getting back in yeah. do you know what i've realized i hate breakfast in bed the idea of it is disgusting yeah, I don't like that and people either. think it's a treat i'm like it couldn't think of anything worse if you bring me food in bed like it yeah. makes me feel grim and unproductive yeah so there's that and then obviously this work this workflow thing once you've Got one thing going, and if you have to wait for anything, don't use that as an excuse to take a break because you're in a flow. And by taking a break, you're breaking your own flow. Like mm-hmm. you're literally tripping yourself up. Yeah. I did it today and um, caught myself and stopped. And uh, it was way better. I was straight into something else, but it felt weird because I haven't done it enough. Yeah. If it feels weird and you know you should be doing it, you're definitely not doing it enough. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good point, really, because something that we do from a business point of view, but also people should be doing in their kind of everyday life, and it's something that we push. Uh, coaching clients to do is basically do like a bit of an audit of what you do like you know Mm. treat it as if it was a business like run through everything what's been working well for me what hasn't been working well and that's something that you could do like on a like a monthly basis of just like an audit of your life how can I make myself more efficient even bi-weekly yeah yeah Yeah. so there's there's so many things that you could do and especially when people are busier and juggling work and life and training and everything it's so challenging and no matter who you are, I don't give a shit what your situation is. Sometimes there's not like, enough hours in the day. Yeah, you like have to physically fit it in. There's, I was gonna say, but there's always moments where you can like you can take more back, isn't there? Like yeah. there's half an hour where you sat in bed. There's yes, like literally bits and yeah. pieces here. And, and I there. always miss that half an hour later on in the day. I'll always be sat at some point going, I wish I just had thirty more minutes." Mm. And you had it, idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You don't realize until it's yeah. gone. And it, that's uh, so sometimes that's again. I've had loads of realizations this week after our chats and stuff. It's really good. I'm in a bit of a flow. I like being busy. Like mm. if I'm busy, I'm, I'm better. If, I, yeah. if I'm if I'm too caught up, I get lazy. Yeah. Um, but when I was realizing is going to the gym in the morning. You know how we said it's like a good setup for your day. Mm. Um, because yeah, it gets your energy up and it gets the blood flowing, gets that adrenaline going and wakes your brain up. That's all well and good. But what also happens is if you get to the gym in the morning, one, you normally have to really factor that in. So it spurs you to get up and get out because you've got to get it in before what else has got to go on in the day. But two is if you sit back and look at when you go to the gym in the evening, look at your mornings. I bet you waste about 45 minutes to an hour throughout the morning that you could actually put into used to put in that gym slot so people were thinking like oh, i can't get to the gym in the morning really look at your mornings mm. i bet you freaking can fit a 45 minute session in yeah. and not only then would you you get rid of that wasted part of the day that you tend to be slow at in the morning yeah. but you also then free up that extra hour in the evening now and you've set yourself up better you're actually yeah. going to have a more productive day in general so it, honestly from how you feel. i think that's the way to be yeah, it yeah. is because you don't have that nagging feeling as well when you sat at the desk and it's like six o'clock. And you think oh, shit, I've still got to get to the gym, and in my head that's not just forty-five minutes. It's like a 20, 25 minute drive to the gym, then train, then twenty, twenty-five minutes back, then got to eat pre-post. You know all this stuff. It ends up being a three-hour affair, mm-hmm. really. So if I can jam that into a smaller space in the morning and, and coincide it with like breakfast and stuff, other things that are already going on yeah. and slotted in, way better. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think that that. Um it's just being 
being smart about your day, isn't it, really? And it's challenging because shit always changes and new yeah. things come up and stuff arises. But if you uh, if you make it a habit to be mindful about like where you're leaving time and effort on the table, because like you said before, you're always going to you'll get to the end of a really busy day and be like, fuck, I wish I had a little bit more time yeah, to do X, always. Y, Z thing. And, and, not and if you're a night owl, with it, which yeah. is bad, you then will tend to stay up later to fill that space. You'll be like, well, I need to do it. Yeah. And then you get to bed later and then boom, what happens? Then you're back in that bad pattern. Yeah, yeah, it is. And there's not necessarily yeah. anything wrong with being a night owl. Like, I think there are things that kind of, uh, some, some people's circadian rhythms are just different. And, you know, you're going to, you, you're going to be more productive later on in the day, less productive. I, I think that's a training thing, though, because I used that excuse for a long time. Like, my skating rhythm definitely was out. Like, as a kid, at slumber parties, everyone has to be crashed out by, like, half 11, 12 o'clock. Yeah, I'm talking young. Yeah. I was easy up till 2 in the morning. I used to be looking around, like, what are you weirdos doing? Yeah. Slumber party, why are you all going to sleep? Let's watch another movie. And they're all like... Yeah, 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 that was always so me as well. I was wide awake, like be- full of beans, could have gone for a run. Yeah. So there is definitely something about that genetic m- makeup. Yeah. But since... It's learned to a certain degree as well. There's the a genetic yes. factor and... And like, then hab- habitual uh, yeah, creation habitual of it. Factor, yeah, yeah, where, you know, you, you can, you'll still be on a, a, on a scale. You can make improvements. You're not ever going to be on the same level as somebody who's a super early riser and they've yeah. just always been that way. Yeah, like you my probably, cousin. Yeah, you'll probably never mm-hmm. get there. He's up at five. Yeah, some people It has been like since that. he was nine, mm. ten years old. Always been up at that hour. God, you'd have hated him as a kid, wouldn't you? Oh, like, I could never imagine... beat him up. Worse, worse at Christmas because yeah. you never beat him up to try and like, get to the presents first. Yeah. yeah. Not imagine, a chance. Imagine being his parents. Yeah, well, imagine his normal wake-up was like half five. Yeah. Christmas wake up was 4 a.m. Yeah. Like, it's just not a chance. I was waking up at like half six, being like, got him this time. Nope. He's already yeah. downstairs, built a full train track. Yeah. You know, Santa's in a net yeah. court. <laughs> but it's one of the, yeah, there's, that's the thing is, it is a constant battle because, because I have that night owl tendency, I could, I could drill this, like this, this great habit for like six, seven, eight weeks, even a year. Mm. I can lose the entire thing in two days. Yeah. And yeah. go back to being late within, uh, it's snap back to it. It's like it's where it wants to be, but in in not uh, in an unproductive way if it's not. Like you're saying, if you wanted to be a night owl, you'd have to create that productivity around that time being there. And know? also, unfortunately, yeah. the world doesn't run that way, does it? Like at the society that we're in, we kind of run on a nine to five basis. So yeah. then any other, interac- any other interactions that you're having with other people, if you've got to you know, talk to my protein about X, Y, Z yeah. thing that's going on, you can't message them at 11 o'clock at night and expect no. them to get back to you straight no. away. Then no. you're like... Right, well, I guess I'm waiting until tomorrow to carry <laughs> yeah. on with this thing. Dan, 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 my handler, will know about that. He gets messages at like half 12 at night and stuff like that. Yeah, to. and, you know, and yeah. that's it, isn't it? It's um, unfortunately society kind of, it's it's a bit of a false idea that, you know, early risers are more productive. I think... I think only, it's only true if you are actively being productive. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that like people, night owls do have a, well, it's not necessarily being a night owl, but it's obviously being a night owl would then mean that you have to stay in bed in the morning. Mm. So the people that are getting up at six o'clock in the morning and then when you wake up at 10 or whatever the fuck time, yeah. they'll be like, oh, fucking hell, I've, I've been, I've been up five hours. Day. What have you been doing? Yeah, it doesn't matter that they're asleep at eight o'clock at night. And <laughs> yeah. Then you're... yeah, that's what they don't tell you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is it? In, could you imagine being in bed by... Like nine o'clock at night. I know it doesn't. I've, it doesn't compute to me that at all. No, it really doesn't. Like eleven for me now. That's if that, I can get up for to bed for eleven or half eleven. I'm, I'm like high five in my own ego. Oh, because I do so many early mornings now. Eleven feels fairly reasonable. But as soon as I don't have to, like 
last night, I think it was probably about half 12-ish. I tried to go to bed, but I just wasn't yeah. tired. Yeah. And I, again, I always kind of fall back into that. Like, I've had years and years and years of being up at four o'clock, three o'clock, all kinds of oh, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were but, uh, on the shift pattern things, weren't you? Yeah. But 12, 16 hour days. My body still wants to go back to it. And I think, you know, you... Yeah. Do you... I don't know whether you, you should fight it too much. Like, if if it's just... You have to get up at whatever time. Well, here's work, the thing. Just do it. You still have to get up the next day. That's what I've learned. Mm. So even if I, if I stay up to two o'clock... And I, my alarm's set for half seven, eight o'clock. It's tough. I have to get up half seven, eight o'clock. So I'm trying to like make my body learn. Oh, mm. if you, th- this is what happens. And so I make it get by, if I do that, then I can get back into a schedule. If I allow eight hours because I've gone to bed later and get up later, then there's no hope of me getting back in that schedule easily. I've got to have those two days of being knackered. And then by 10 and a half, 10, I'm like, <gasps> the yawn comes. But here's the here's the freaking caveat. If I ignore that tired feeling within that hour window, yeah, second wind, yeah, yeah, it's just terrible. Mm. So there's there's this real thing of having to tear myself away from what I'm doing within that hour window to go to bed. One thing I've had recently is where you start to feel tired. You're downstairs, like you know, it's an hour away from bed or whatever. Starting to yeah. feel tired, and then they're like struggling to like stay awake <laughs> watching whatever crap that's on TV. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, right, come on then, let's go to bed. Get upstairs, wide awake at that point. And I'm just like... Yeah, what is that about? Cool. It's like the activity of getting up wakes yeah, you up. Yeah. You're like, stupid body. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but sofa was comfy, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was like, but so <laughs> We the do bed, all the but, time. Yeah. After the podcast here, we'll be lying on the sofa. Yeah. We were watching some I Made You Watch. <laughs> it was the worst program ever. And I said before we are doing it, do you want, let's watch the worst film probably ever made. And it was Death Race. So you, might, you remember the original Death Race was Jason Statham yeah. in a jail. So this this is like the, I can't believe they even made more of it. So they made Death Race 2, which was then, which was technically a prequel to Death Race. So why they call it Death Race 2, I don't know. That's mm. an error out the box. I was like, brilliant. This is going to be awesomely terrible. Yeah. It is dreadful. Yeah. And it's got Luke something in it from the, from there were singers, they were in the Blade movies. It's the brother. There were two brothers, and one went into movies, and one's like does music directing. I didn't know Luke something name. he's called. I want to say it's Bros, but that's wrong because they were the what five hundred males, and then they're not that Scottish. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, you'll know who I mean. He's in the Blade Trinity. He's in the third one. He was the one. He was the weird vampire with the face that opened oh, up. Blade two. Is that Blade 2? Yeah, where their faces open. Yeah, and he turns others into this weird one. That same guy, it's him. So he's not bad, but he's also not a lead. Yeah. And he's the lead in this one. So then they made made Death Race 2, which is a prequel to Death Race, so shouldn't it be called 2? And then they made another one, Death Race Inferno, which again is a prequel to the main film again. So there's two prequels. Is it, and, but it's after the first. But it's after the Death second. Race 2. So if you're not already confused, you are now. <laughs> it's in between and 2 so and what, 1. You're like, well, you, you couldn't do the prequel well, and it was already awful. So to do a, a pre-prequel... A sequel or a post of the prequel. Pre- a post, it's a sequel of the prequel. It's a post-pre-prequel. <laughs> and it is so bad. Like, so, so bad. The, the, the best part of it is, is there's like, it's death matches where you... It starts off as a death match in one of them where you can kill your opponent or they can just submit. Like, that's a that's a loophole. That's a huge yeah. loop. Yeah. It's no longer a death match if you can tap out yeah. or at any point just go, I give in. Yeah. But it's not a death match anymore. There was a few decent names in there, though. Wasn't there, like, Ving... Was it Ving Rhames was in there? Who's that? Uh, 
massive black guy who's like he was in. Um, oh yeah, he's in. Sh- he's got shaved head. Pulp Fiction oh, with Pulp, the yes, yeah, with the, yeah. But he's never really done anything good after Pulp Fiction. Yeah, to be fair, he's 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 he's. he's, he's a I like his character though. He's all yeah. He's yeah. never like a lead, but yeah. I I always like and his he has character. Got progressively worse over the years. Now he's just like yeah, I'll do it for money. Probably yeah. But the, the the second one was so bad that we had had the herb, and oh, we yeah. still like. And this my point of this entire tangent <laughs> is that we were lying there watching this movie. And it was about one in the morning. I remember looking at it going, this is truly the worst film ever. It's lived up to all the hype. And I looked over at you and you were just, I could tell you could you were choosing because it was so terrible to see how terrible it was going to be or you could be instantly asleep. Yeah. And I remember just looked over and you went, Lou, do you want to call it? And you just looked over and went, yeah. yeah. But you, we would have both stayed up for another hour watching that yeah. piece of crap. I still didn't finish watching it. Yeah. If, I, if I'd have closed my eyes for more than a few seconds, I would have You'd been, been asleep. Gone. I could see it, but that was what I mean. You were fighting it to stay up. Yeah. And, and that's what we both do. And that's because, and honestly, I've, I've stayed up to watch some crap in my time, but it's because I have this overwhelming need to see stuff to the end, even if it's terrible. Yeah. And I'm trying to break that habit. I'm trying to just be like, and this is the weird thing I talk about. So for me to turn that movie off midway through, Turn the TV off and walk away feels odd to me. It feels mm. like I'm incomplete. It's a it's the only way I can describe I'm it. I'm incomplete. Yeah, it's yeah. like I like a, you know when you've left the house and That's you feel FOMO, and you isn't feel, it? That is. You're leaving the house and you think I've forgotten something. Yeah. And you don't know what it is, but you just feel they've got that. It, it's, it's that similar vein. Yeah. It's and, kind of FOMO because you just like. You're, I think this is brain chemistry. Yeah. I think it's where the ADHD comes in. Mm. That hyper focus thing of, you yeah, know, you oh, need, that one factor focus on the one thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on that front, I dosed up the. Uh, the uh, can we do we get demonetized for saying these things? So you know the medication that is prescribed to people that begins with A, ends in Adderall. <laughs> uh, so I used a prescription level, yeah, twenty gremlins dose, yeah. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. It kinda, mm-hmm. kinda like. Gets me focused, like I, I'm definitely on track, and let I, I flitter off less. Yeah, like it, it's harder to pull me away from what I'm doing. Whereas normally, when people walk in and say something, my concentration immediately banks onto what they're asking me, and I'll try and fix that. Yeah, that's harder. But I, w- I, I literally don't feel any kind of like high or any kind of like rush or anything. Oh. I just feel like I'm more. More, uh, e- I'm more e- able to direct my focal gaze. So I don't think it helps a huge amount with that. I think again, it's more just like it's like super caffeine. That's kind yeah. of how it feels for me. I I still feel like I can get distracted nearly as easy. Yeah, but it, it's it's more the fact that I it doesn't it doesn't disappear out my. Focus. You, you don't I'll, forget what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I'll, like normally, I will be on one thing and then I'll do something else. I've forgotten that it's dead to me now. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, but like it'll still be there, like lingering. Yeah. It's like hello, we're over here still, and then I kind of then can get back to it a little yeah, bit like, easier. Mums in America are taking this stuff and they're like demolishing their whole home and building it back up in an entire in a day, and they're like they're stealing their kids' medication stuff. <laughs> what it shows me is. There is definitely something wrong with the way my brain fires because to take a, a medical level do- and to just feel normal shows okay, I need something. So mm. I'm actually going to go to my GP. But there's there's multiple different um, types of treatment for it as well, and medication's not always the the. But you know, if, the main if my brain function on a normal level, that would send me hyper. There's no two ways about it. Most people it would be, yeah. be like, "Woo!" So it sh- it's telling me, uh, okay, you're just firing normal now with this mm. stuff. 
rotating through you because it's it's a four hour it tends to last about four hours and i will say as it starts to get past the third hour i do feel a wane in my focus ability yeah so, so it is it's doing so it's definitely helping and aiding me um and i'm i'm doing it like we said i'm only taking it before i start a t- 30 minutes before i start a task yeah and then and then start the task start the task and then yeah one of the things that it should do as well though because same with all because it is an amphetamine same as all amphetamines they uh it actually increases the like um, plasticity of the brain so you actually are able to like f- in theory if you were doing something to try and form new habits you would you would build those kind of pathways yeah. in the brain faster you know that kind of well that's why that stuff is the better choice than the one we get in britain because our the one we give doesn't help with brain elasticity as much as that one because it's only a single salt variation whereas that one's yeah. a four salt one isn't it um they call it salts i think it's a salt yeah they're amphetamine salts i think it's yeah. two um there's two no no there's definitely four. Oh, is there? yeah yeah I'll show you them right. afterwards. Okay, yeah. I, I can't, I don't know the. Yeah, they're 1.25 in a five right. each. But again, there's multiple different ones, and some people generally yeah. get a better response. It said Adderall, whatever I've said it now. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's the one that most people tend to get the best results from, but it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be better for you to try something different. Adderall, oh, yes, yeah, so try different treatments. Yeah, Adderall is like the common one that most people would yeah. um, well, here, get well, the best possible results from. Here's what's going to be but, interesting I'm going to go to my GP, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And because this happened to me multiple and times. They'll be now. like, stop taking drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They'll be like, what? You did what, sir? Yeah. Um, I remember when I went to the GP once with uh, broken ribs mm. and uh, I was still sparring, yeah. fighting. I remember walking in and I was like, I've got this, uh, I think I've broke my rib or something. And what I'd done is dislodge the cartilage and crack the rib, mm. but fractured it so it wasn't a full break. And I said to him, I remember saying, so I've been sparring and I just wanted to, he went, what? Mm. I said, I've been sparring. He said, sparring? He went, what, do you mean like a spa centre? No, no, like fight sparring. <laughs> Going to a spa. Yeah, he was like... That's he, what you call it, his right? Brain, his brain couldn't... He's like, he definitely doesn't mean what I think he means. Yeah. So, oh, you've been to a spa? No, no yeah. sparring. Like, I've just... I've not been allowed to get kicked or punched in that part of my body. And he was like, okay. I was like, all I want to know... He looked really worried. He went, I, I, know what you, I know what you think I said, but all I want to know is, can that, like, go off anywhere or puncture anything and be bad? He went, no, but please stop. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, not gonna, yeah. but thanks for that. That's all I needed to know. Like, yeah. as, as long as I know it's not gonna puncture my lung or do something weird or yeah. snap off, I'm cool. Um, what was my point? Tangents. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna go to the GP, I'm yeah. gonna tell him everything, and then I'm gonna see what he offers me back, and I'll report back. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I know that there are some specialists because I don't think a, a GP would just refer you to get. Um, I think that's probably what they're gonna do. I've, I can I'll just put you in touch with somebody if you want to actually get a proper diagnosis. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, interesting. Some, I'll do a, I've got some details on that. Do a YouTube video on it. That'd be pretty, yeah. quite interesting, I think. Yeah, unfortunately, like, I, again, fortunately, unfortunately, the, the, it's not that well looked into in the UK. I know, um, why is that? I don't know. Not really sure. I think it'll get bigger now, because have you seen the amount of mental health stuff that's going on at the moment? It's yeah. insane. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. Don't I have to keep touching things? You do. I do, don't I? Yeah. Hmm. It's like I don't know what One, to do with my hands. <laughs> just hold them like just this. Like just thing. hold them like this the whole time. If One you ain't chewing big red. I wanted to talk you. about was uh, <laughs> me and Lex both watched, a, uh, what's it oh, called? Crap, um, yeah. House, House oh, of the Dragon. Oh, we can finish on this. Yeah. Sweet. What's it called? Is it House of the Dragon? Yeah. Do you know when you told me that it was on and we should watch it? Do you know what I went? I was like, oh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I went straight on to Prime. Yeah. I was like, it was wrong. It's not out yet. Yeah. Completely different show. Yeah, no, that's not. Well, that's called the Rings of Power. Isn't yeah, it? Rings of Power. It's actually out next month. I think is it next month? It's soon. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah the, next the month. Game of Thrones prequel. Yeah. Um, 
So it's House of House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Or I House think? of Dragons. House of Dragons or House of. The, it's House dangerously of... close to Enter the Dragon. Yeah, and it, does, no Bruce it, Lee it makes me. It feels Oriental to me. It does, but anyway. Yeah. Wow. Not, not the series, but if you haven't seen it, so the second episode will have come out by, by the time everyone's listening to this. So we've only yeah. seen the first episode because it hasn't released. The second it is yet. set a hundred and seventy-four years prior to the Game of. Maybe well, two hundred years. Well, it starts prior. off about one seventy, but there's gonna there's time jumps Is already. Jump? There's already time. There's already been a oh yeah yeah time jump. But you, it, do you think it's gonna jump all the way up? Uh, apparently, over the first six episodes, it jumps like twenty something years. It's not a lot in one hundred and seventy six no. years. No, no, no it doesn't. So this, if anyone's read the books, this story is already complete. Like we, you could go and find out. What it is? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, unlike the other series, got because we didn't have an end book. Yeah, and that's why the last season of Game of Thrones was a pile of trash. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I think so. This it actually makes way more sense for a series to be made of it because instead of you know with with Game of Thrones, there was the story running all the way through, obviously that was not finished, and it was quite an in depth story. Whereas this, how this book's written, it's actually more of like an overview. There's a it covers quite a few like quite a lot of years it's more of like a brief overview of like the history of the targaryens uh, so it's so more it's much broad more sweeps so yeah, they, yeah it's not like this lot this one bit of dialogue was in the book so we need this dialogue in the film there's no dialogue at all all of the dialogue in this has been inserted in to fit around the what? overarching story so it's no more dialogue of, at all no no because it's it, the book i think is written as like basically a history book talking about it okay not, okay and it's from like two different people's perspective that ah. sometimes contradict each other so this apparently is the according to george rr R. martin now this is him saying because before you never knew whether this one person was telling the truth or the other because you'd hear like two sides of a story ah. whereas this is like okay this is the definitive truth clever. of what actually happened oh so if you've read it you're still going to get the definitive now so it's a, a different vein yeah that's and, clever yeah and it, it, i don't know i yeah i really enjoy it. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So it's 176 years prior. So we are three or four generations backwards. Mm-hmm. So uh, from um, Daenerys. Daenerys. Uh, okay. So we're looking at her great great grandmother, aren't we? When we're in this, I think. Something like something that. like that. I don't yeah. Know. Um, it starts hard and fast. <laughs> yeah. It is honestly. Uh, refreshing because after Game of Thrones I didn't expect too much I'm like ah spin off mm. here we go boom does it grip you yeah I forgot I'd only watched one episode by the time it finished it did yeah but I think uh, it, first episodes are always challenging aren't they because they've yeah. got to try they've got to introduce loads of characters and this and the other so like 90% of series even if they're brilliant their first episode or even sometimes their first few is a bit yeah, it's all right. They kind of yeah. they get you going. It's can be a bit really fluffy, can't they? Yeah, because you've just got they've got to do so much work straight away. But I think they did a really good job of that. Right. Like they introduced lots of new characters as well as progressing the story quite quickly, engaging throughout. Um, I don't really have any qualms. There's a lot of children actors in it, and they're all likable, yeah. as in terms of like they don't irritate you on the screen. They yeah. don't have like those irritating child actor habits where they mm-hmm. either try to be too old or too they're just they, they they react well in the scenes and they're believable yeah um in yeah. terms of the the adult actors in it should we say yeah there are a few choices of actors in there where you're like huh i wonder why they thought of that guy for that role but they work yeah like this one is um i don't know the guy's name but he's basically the skeletal looking doctor who oh yeah matt smith is that his name? Yeah, Matt Smith. So, yeah, I wouldn't have. I would, no. At first, I was like, is he going to be, be good in this role? Because yeah. he's like, he's meant to be. 
Well, he's a bit devious. Yeah, he's he's meant to be loved and hated, uh, yeah. like by by a lot of people. He does some real horrible shit straight away, and they fully they fully they like fully embrace it. We're going to introduce you to this character. And we're going to show you how much of an asshole he can be within the first few minutes. And by <laughs> asshole, I mean severe, severe yeah. bull-chopping action. Oh, it's, yeah. But then you're also like, mm, but they were criminals. Yeah. So it's like, whoo. And yeah. he's setting a tone for the ruling of the city. Mm. So you are torn. And it is. The only thing I've got a gripe with him about yeah. is his accent. It's a little whiny and British. Yeah, he... he he doesn't sound intimidating. No. No, he doesn't no. sound intimidating. If he started on you in those times, no matter what you'd think, I'm, if you tra- had a I'm trouncing this dude. Yeah. I'm trouncing. So that was my only thing with him. He didn't make an effort to change that British high whiny voice. I thought he could have done a little something there. I think maybe it's actually going to work quite nice because sometimes having something that's not, you know, I don't know, if he'd have gone for it's a, gonna be distinctive, a Batman it? The Dark Knight style, <laughs> just like, where are they? <laughs> you know, it, it's it's him, isn't it? And in reality, someone's tone has no it's bearing just, on it, how evil they are as a it's person. It's just the Britishness of it. Like, yeah. it is, you, you hear, it's like, it's a standalone compared to everybody else. Mm. But I I will say by the end of it, I'd I'd really forgotten about it because he is a great character. Yeah, and Um, there's a there's a lot of obviously George R. R. Martin's famous for liking his grey characters. Like he doesn't like to make somebody good or evil. Yeah, they're they're all going to be good and evil, but the best characters, the ones that are like morally kind of ambiguous, because that's really what most people are. Like we have our morals, but then also there's certain situations where we're going to make... You're going to be selfish. Yeah, you're going to do things. And um, yeah, so you kind of, even though he definitely leans towards maybe being a bit nasty, he shows a lot of like, he looks after his niece and like, there's definitely some care and like, and he kind of wants his big brother to appreciate him and to like, but he's always been a troublemaker. So he kind of feels cast out. So there's like a lot to it. And the same with, um, you know, Paddy Constantine, the, the, King, yeah. Um, I thought Who, some, you know, yeah. Doesn't in your in your head if you were just look him up, doesn't immediately scream, oh, Game of Thrones King. Well, he's one of the Andes in fucking uh, <laughs> Hot Fuzz. If you haven't, if you don't know who he is, or he's yeah. Wait, what was it yeah. the other day that we watched um, Dead Man's Shoes? What was that one? Dead Man's Shoes. Remember where the brother? Oh, don't, I'm going to say that. Oh, if you haven't seen it, where the brother's dead, you find out at the end. He's come back from the army. His brother was getting bullied. Why can't I remember this? We literally watched this like a couple, well, I don't know, like two months ago. Oh, it was two months ago. Oh, all right. I thought you meant like it was in the last it was when weeks. Actually, no, it was when your mom was here. We, was we, it good? I can't believe you can't remember <laughs> it. It's fucking brilliant. I remember it immediately when I see a clip of it. Yeah, anyway, doesn't matter. So anyway, he's one of the one of the leads in it. Yeah, but, and, um, he's, and he's, uh, he is not what you think he's going to be. No. Uh, again, which is a really great way. See, they lead you into these characters and you think they're one way and then partway through this one, like I think it's just over an hour long episode, yeah. they're switching them back and forth, back and forth. So Some just of the keeps, emotion as well. That oh, he, like, can we just say as well a little bit of a... a l- not so much a spoiler, but just a warning. If you do have anybody that has gone through anything traumatic to do with that childbirth or anything like that, and if, especially if it's recent, just please be aware that this episode has a heavy feature on... A, a kind of a negative outcome on on that level. Uh, you'll if you watch, oh, yeah. you'll know what we mean once it's you watch rough. it. It is. It's, yeah, it's, it's rough. Like 
that's like so I'm not only caveat. Yeah, I was gonna say I have no like connection to that at all. Yeah. But even me watching that, I was like, "Geez, this." Which is, is the perfect reaction they want. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, and it is. It's supposed to be this horrible moment and 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 thing going on. Yeah. If you want, we're not going to do any spoilers, but there is a real build to the whole thing, and then it's just excruciating with the whole decision making that goes on and the the uh, what's the word? You com- not comeuppance. What's the the, the recomp. The, oh, what's the bloody word? I don't know. Oh, English is, leaves my body sometimes. Uh, the, the consequences. Yeah. The consequences of choices. That's where the consequences. Uh, it's, and all the way through, it's consequences of choices that people are doing. And you're on these journeys with them. And the action scenes, yeah. they're back to ground zero. Yeah, the, the, the one-on-one combat was really nice. Yeah. Um, brutal. Well choreographed. Realistic. Yeah, realistic. Yeah, yeah. It, felt, it felt pretty fucking raw, didn't it? Yeah. It was good. Um I don't know. Yeah, overall, I was really and there's really already so it. much game playing going on. Already yeah. from in episode one, there's all these little just things being laid out. You know the the, the high tower guy um, who's the king's hand. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in as an actor because I've seen him you in know, some it's, sort it's, of it's, uh, eyeball. He's eyeball, eyeball Paul. Eyeball Paul. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also uh, Luna Luna Lovejoy's dad in the Harry Potter. He's as well. in uh, Notting Hill, is it? Yeah, yeah. So he's in it, and he's again, the guy he, who gets out in front of the paparazzi with his pants. Yeah. Yeah, he's but he plays. Like, he was playing he's like normally a really comedy good actor, but he yeah. has done a few serious roles. Like now, for, for the last, I'd say the last five or ten years, he's been going more, more serious. More, yeah. yeah, no, I really enjoyed it, and I think the thing that I'm most excited for is like, was, oh, he was in Spider Man. He was the lizard, the lizard doctor in uh, the, the Spider Man with uh, Garfield. Uh, is it Simon Garfield? Is I thought you meant Garfield the cat. <laughs> I'm like, what fucking Spider Man are you been watching? You want to have the share lasagna and they hit a Monday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's the doctor. He's the doctor who doesn't have the arm, and he's uh, trying to use the lizard genetics and ends up turning oh, himself into the big mutant. You know, I can't and then really they're up on the tower that. having the fight, and he's trying to spray the gas over the whole city. Yeah, I don't really remember that that was him, but yeah, that's him, same yeah, guy. Fair enough. But anyway, the bit that I'm most the- excited for is the fact that there's so few series that get everybody hyped, and like Game of Thrones, especially at the Especially towards the middle, yeah. I think like first one or two seasons, people were still like they'd heard about it, but they weren't all watching it. But like season three, maybe four, everyone, yeah, everyone I believed can, the I hype. Think I came and, in after three, yeah, they caught up yeah. with it, and it couldn't kind of hadn't tapered off at that point until kind of like seven and eight was yeah. where it did start to drop off a little bit. But like everyone was like really excited for when the new seasons came out. Everybody was watching it. Every yeah. everything was Even almost social game of media. Yeah. Was well, we did just, the fucking. Oh, it was all over. We did, yeah, we, we built did the uh, we built the throne. throne. Yeah. Oh, can you find that photo and show everyone if they're like? Yeah, I'll put it up now. Yeah. There you go. That, you that do not made, know the pain that the, took hours and the nearly broken bones. I think it was like four. How much weight was there in that thing? There was a, the sh- a shitload. Yeah. If you look at like just holding all those barbells up in the background, every barbell's twenty kilos. Yeah. There was like I don't know how many, but there was there's like fifteen, took eight to ten. There's a whole video on it. I'll link the I'll link the YouTube video for the build yeah. in the, in the description as well. There's a that. little bit of a weird sound fuck up in the first few minutes of it. Like for some reason the sound jumped, but it clears up after like thirty seconds. Yeah. So uh, that, anyway, so everything was. I remember Steve Cook was at the gym like not long after that, and he's like the first time he'd ever been to BCB, and then he was like so into Game of Thrones at the time, and he was like, "Oh, this is such a Game of Thrones gym," <laughs> and then like he made a video about it, but it was like had weird like Game of Thrones like yeah throwbacks into it throughout the whole thing. It just literally took over everywhere. Yeah. Every, it was just on everyone's mind, and there's so few series that do that that everyone's on board with it. Yeah. And I really would like it if um, 
this did the same. Yeah, House of the Dragon or whatever it is. Well, it's definitely... Helps if you remember the name, obviously. But... Yeah, it, you know, enter the House of the Dragon with Bruce. That's <laughs> the... I think, it, I think, honestly, if it carries on like this, if they, I mean, they've set the standard. It's high. Yeah. So if they can keep this rolling, like, fair play. But they are going to have to now start digging us into characters and start having us pick sides and, and, and yeah. uh, follow along with, like, you know, because we had that moment, obviously, where you got Jason Momoa coming in. Um in the original Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it's not in this. I was going to say, uh, Yeah. And uh, and then they kill him off. Yeah. And you're like, what just happened? Like, mm. what? I remember stopping watching for a good few months after that because I was like, well, he was the coolest guy. I was all with him. I wanted him to win the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and he's out, so I'm out. And then I came back in, obviously. But that was literally how dedicated I was to, like... Jason Momoa. I want a barbarian winning this Yeah, thing, yeah right? I was like, gutted when he went as I well. I couldn't believe... Fun. I was like, he's definitely coming back. Like, he's definitely coming back. And then yeah. when they brought him back, it's like, just like vessel of nothing yeah i was just like oh they've really 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 killed him mm. and even towards like season six i was still like maybe because yeah. they kept bringing him up every so often but nah yeah i think that's it though as well that's the brutality of it and because that's real life isn't it you just yeah. go you're going through and then before you know it someone's gone and there's nothing you can do yeah. about it and I, th I think a lot of game of thrones was known for being super brutal and all the characters that you you kind of you really rooting for go but I think that's what kept everyone on the edge of their seats. They were like, oh yeah, it was they, a massive There was nobody point. who was safe. No one's safe. Yeah, yeah no one's and, safe. Uh, yeah, I think obviously seeing that again, it it kind of spoils it in terms of we know what happens in the end, but you can still enjoy the ride, can't you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. that that's what, like, you can kind of... And like you said, because there's been a duality of tales told here, um, even if you read the book, you're not going to know which way they're going to go with it. Yeah. And they might throw a twist in, you don't know. Yeah. They might throw some some additional stuff in that wasn't in there. there. There is one thing which I thought was really weird, and we'll wrap it up at this because we we're running out of time now. But uh, did you notice right, one of the last scenes where Paddy Constantine's character was talking to his daughter and he, had, he did that little speech oh, right yeah, at the very end yeah, yeah, yeah. and he gave her the, that yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. So that's a direct tie into the very end of Game of Thrones, the season where everybody hated it. I'm like, why are you connecting this yes. to that thing? Yeah, like, out of all the things that you want to like draw attention well, to, not the season that everyone fucking I, I hated. Know, but maybe because it has to be, just had to be in there. They ruined that last season, but mm -hmm. there's still information in there that is going to be important. But because George R. R. Martin said that, like, no, that's not how Game of Thrones ends in the books. So if he ever gets those finished. That's not going to be the same way it ends. Well, there'll be a whole fan up. Do you know what it'll be? It'll be a Schneider moment. Yeah. A Zack Schneider re-release movie. They will re hopefully redo the whole goddamn thing. It'd be amazing if they did. I'll, it I needs fixing. I don't think they're going to, but it'd nah. be amazing if they did. I and think I, to be able to drag everyone back in now would be too much. And apparently as well, there is loads of things that HBO have got like planned out. They were like, there's a potential thing with Kit Harrington where they're like a Jon Snow spin-off mm. and some anime stuff, like fleshing out the rest of the, yeah. the universe because it's a, it's a massive, like in-depth world. And they're, they're basically, HBO is waiting to see how this does. And then if it does well, they'll green light it and then they'll like start basically, popping basically out. Basically getting a universe. To, yeah, pretty much. Universe. Which would be Which potentially cool. all right, yeah. I well, suppose. it's good because we're, we're missing. We've got no Viking things on at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the kingdom with Uhtred mm. is, uh, you know, blasted that already in like two days when they release new season and they take forever to film new ones yeah. we haven't got any witcher at the moment no. there's nothing really in did you this watch kind the of anime avenue. witcher thing the, the anime one yeah it's like the I think something so. wolf or something it was actually quite good I can't remember what it's called now do you know what's really good tangent to finish on yeah. the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that's out on Netflix oh really I've not it's seen it it's a bit 
Cool. Is it? Yeah, that's what I'm leaving you with. One, go watch House of Dragons if you're not watching already. And if you are watching it, leave us a comment if you I'd can. I'd love it if this watching. is the wrong name. And then, uh, what? House if we've been calling the it the thing. Can you Google it? Just so we can tell people House the, rats, of the, dragon. the rat stuff. I don't know. Bruce Lee's House of Dragons. Um, go on. Are we right? Are House we right? of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, watch 100%. 100% we, at this point. Get in on it. Get in on ground level. Let's mm. start. Let's get in a bit hyped about it's it. It's on uh, Now TV, right? And then once you finish that, switch straight over to Netflix and watch the new cartoon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie and tell me, tell me you secretly haven't enjoyed it by you get to the end of it. It's kind of dark. Really? It starts off kind of dark. Yeah. Yeah. And it's PG. And it, yeah. I mean, you can see how, how it is PG because it's cartoon that, but still the undertone of it is, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Well, You're gonna, yeah, yeah. I'll watch, watch it tonight. It. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. You'll like it. How long is it? Ah, oh, it's probably like 50 minutes. Or oh, it's right. not like too long. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, we're gonna go back to the party. Yeah. Hope you're having a good. <laughs> Hope you start the well, everybody. Put into practice those things we've said though. The bed thing, the the lack of distraction when one thing's kind of almost finished, but you need to wait for something. Don't just like take a break. Go, you know, keep that flow, keep that workflow going because this is what's important. Or you the distraction. You could just be a lazy bastard. Or come back too. and tell us, you know what, guys, screw you. I'm going to eat chips in my pants. Yeah. In, in bed. <laughs> in bed. Right. Don't do that. Have a great week. Um, leave behind, as always, what was bad. Just let that stuff go. Like the water behind a boat. It doesn't push forward. You leave it behind. And uh, make some of that own energy by getting outside in the morning. Sunshine in the morning. Music. No TV. No social media. Just for 30 minutes. Then in the evening, if you can, get back out under that sun going down and that's going to help set that circadian rhythm and hopefully get you back in with this mindset as well other than that i think we're out yeah toodle lovely toodle pit. Toodle-pit.